Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You worked all week. Work, 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 work. You didn't have time to look at your fantasy lineups. Son of a bitch. But don't be afraid. That's why we give you Weekend Fantasy Update. Woohoo! Welcome back. It's hour two of the Weekend Fantasy Update. I'm Cam Stewart along with George Kurtz, Sean Engel helping us uh, stay on the air. Good stuff. Sean, Sean's the best. I, I wish uh, you should turn on that mic more. I, I, I enjoy I enjoy the jokes before we start starting. He sent me uh, Rick Jenneret's uh, greatest hits there, there too, George. I remember one day I was just like having a shower. I couldn't stop because uh, there have been so many classics, so many classics from the great uh, Rick Jenneret of the Buffalo Sabres. There are, and uh, well, you do that. You do that voice very well. Thank mayday, you, George. Mayday, 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 mayday. No, the la 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 Fontaine. Tis the season, scars. I always like the guy who uh, I don't know his name. The, uh, the oh, Pittsburgh. Uh, oh, scratch my back with a hacksaw. Scratch my back with a hacksaw. Yeah, well, I think it's uh, Rick Lang. I think his name's Lang. Uh, is it Rick Lang or J- yeah, J- Rick Lang? I think. Yeah, he's good, man. That guy's good too. He's a very Although, uh, hockey broadcasters are good. Like they, they got a lot of uh, original good lines. It's funny, George. I was talking about the Sabers. Uh, you see this deal for Skinner, 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 eight year deal, seventy two million dollars. That's a, that's a lot of pesos there. I, I like Jeff Skinner, but you know what? Buffalo's one of those teams. You got to, uh, you know what I mean? You got Eichel. You got to keep the the nucleus there. You got to spend, 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 or else uh, somebody's going to take a walk. What do you think? I think it was your guy. I do think they over uh, made the pass, not me asking for it. Oh my god! <laughs> I have no idea what that is. I, don't know. I guess it's, I guess it's Skinner. Skinner. Yeah. So, what do you think about Skinner's uh, eight-year deal, seventy-two million dollar extension, six highest-paid winger in the NHL now? Uh, Georgia guys ahead of him: Kane, Ovechkin, Kucherov, Ben Stone. Those are some uh, pretty good names there. 129 goals since 2015-16. That's 10th in the NHL. And uh, when you got a young nucleus there, you're you're going to have to pay. They, you need it's, Eichel can't do it all himself. No, and you probably have to overpay a little bit to get him. I agree. I think he's overpaid too. I think he's overpaid. Yeah, I agree. I mean, listen, I like Skinner. Don't get me wrong. I like him. But he's not worth 72 million on a year no. deal, though. Sorry, nine million a year. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, we don't know what he can do in the playoffs. That's not necessarily all his fault. But hey, they still haven't gotten there. So uh, the thing is, you're, when you're a free agent, you're going to get paid. I mean, the sign Brock Nelson when he gets six million dollars a year. He's probably yeah. not worth that either. But it is when you're a free agent, you're going to get overpaid a little bit. You just are. That's why everybody will want to say freight seeing, uh, you know, get paid. I'm a little surprised that he actually didn't try and hit the open market, but this may be a case where he knew he was, I'm not going to beat this. No one's giving me 70, $72 million. i got to take this deal. And I do wonder if Buffalo has to offer this, Cameron, to get players to stay in Buffalo. It's an excellent point. It's an excellent agency. point, and I know I know Carly Coliacovo really well. He played uh, for a lot of teams in the National Hockey League: Leafs, Sabers, Blues, Flyers. Uh, but yeah, I remember when he went to Buffalo, and we were talking about that. Uh, we talked about it. He's like, it's one of those things that when he first came there, oh, you know, please, the, he says, stay in Buffalo. It's he told me he really liked it there. Like things was very very nice place you got water you can afford property it's a like half the price of Toronto it's just one of those things that, it's a market though that ha- kind of has a reputation of like Ugh, you want to well, you want to go play in Buffalo I don't see it that way because I've talked to a couple players that have played there and really really enjoyed it but it has a reputation good call George it's like not like the most lucrative market when you're talking about Buffalo but it is a hockey town oh it's definitely a hockey town but there are certain teams that have to overpay I mean, yeah. it's just the nature of, the, of what it is right now. Buffalo, this is the Islanders, same thing. Who wants to play with the Islanders right now, especially for an organization that's going to play in two different uh, arenas? <laughs> yeah. So uh, it's the same issue here. I mean, there are several other teams, of course. 
Yeah, I, I think he's I think he's a little bit overpaid. Uh, another shocking story just going through the news of the day in the NFL there, George. Uh, what do you make of this? Um, the Houston Texans GM being fired. You're coming off an 11 and five season. They've gone through like three guys in the last little while. It seems like uh, uh, you, like your buddy in, in your baseball pool who likes uh, trades. It looks like Bob McNair, McNair likes to fire people. Like you're an 11 and five team. Like I can understand when when you're junk, but that's kind of shocking to me. Don't you think? You're an 11-5 team. This is a very well-respected GM. This is not someone who, uh, you know, was garbage here. Uh, the coach wanted him, so he uh, got, a, uh, got along well with O'Brien. Something happened here. Oh, you know, big what time. What it might be. Yeah, Remember the team went on a win streak, too. Like, they started off the year. Like, I, like this is like, – if you're making a case, this is the one guy you'd want to keep. I can look at a lot of GMs and go, okay, yeah, sucked down the stretch, didn't get it done, failed to make the playoffs. The, the Houston Texans were the complete opposite. They started off horribly and went on a tootsie roll and uh, finished 11-5. and five. Pretty damn impressive. You're right. Something had to have happened. Yeah, there's something going on behind the scenes between McNair and him that he didn't like and he uh, pulled the trigger. McNair's got issues of his own. I mean, he's he does. Those players you – know, pretty much prisoners or something like that. Yeah, yeah, strange. Yeah. You know, he's uh, not by far not the greatest of owners, but the fire Brian Gain really made little sense here. Uh, he'll, he'll get another job. You know, it may not be this year because most GM jobs are, f- are filled, but he'll get another job here. The one thing I thought almost immediately afterwards is that maybe they wanted uh, Douglas, the guy with uh, the Jets hired. Yeah. Because he, yeah. he had some connections there as well, but Douglas ended up going to the Jets, so that wasn't it. So uh, I don't know. Offhand, why they they did it, and maybe it'll come out, maybe it won't. But I think there was some kind of personality conflict with, with McNair. There had to be. I, I just, yeah, no, it's uh, McNair. Just uh, he's a hard guy to work for, obviously, because they're they're going through GMs like uh, toilet paper. There, yeah. You talk about the Jets and Douglas. What do you think, George? You're in the backyard there in New York. Um, this seemed to be the favorite. I know they interviewed uh, some people from Chicago, Seattle, but Douglas was always the name. I think on the top of the list. I think uh, the Jets got their guy. Yeah, he was definitely the, the, the guy they wanted there from the Eagles there, and they got him. Uh, it, the Jets are still a little bit of a cluster F here. I mean, uh, Gase, how he wins this power struggle where he, you know, they get rid of the GM, it, it just made a little sense. You let the GM pretty much hire the coach, do the draft, get your free aids, then you fire him. That, that makes no sense. It just makes no sense. You don't do that sort of thing. And what's Gase done to really uh, show that he deserves this kind of power here? And I imagine, you know, although – Douglas is the GM, which technically would mean he's over Gase. I have a hard time believing that's the case. But maybe it is, because once again, Douglas uh, had, he didn't have to go. The Jets had to go to him several times uh, to get him to say yes. So it wasn't like he was uh, chopping at the bit to get this job. He had said no a couple of times. Finally, he, uh, I guess the Jets offered the uh, more money, maybe more time, and probably more power to get him to go. And he does have a relationship with Gase. They did work together in Chicago. So maybe it all works out. But the Jets right now, uh, they still have a lot to prove in my mind. There's a lot of pressure on this team, by the way. With all the moves yep. they've made, Le'Veon Bell, Sam Donald, oh. I mean, Jet fans really expect much bigger things. I gotta say, Le'Veon Bell, that, that was the best story too. What do you what do you lose? It was it was close to six hundred thousand dollars in jewelry. My girlfriends took it, and like, two girlfriends. Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing. Like you talk about the signing, and that's a bad you know, day. <laughs> Those five hundred twenty thousand in jewelry and two girlfriends. Yeah, here, here. So, okay, here, here, here's a tip. Okay, ladies, I'm just gonna go out to the gym and, uh, yeah, you know, you, you just look after the place. Cue it up. Drawers. Bag out the door. Like, are you kidding? Girlfriends? Like, what the? Wow. Like, they just signed this guy, and the guy's guy gets six hundred thousand dollars plus of jewelry stolen. What a gong show. What a joke. I love it too. Girlfriends. <laughs> yeah, not one. That's two. <laughs> yeah, That's two. two. They were in the, they, they place the same at the same time. That must be. Uh, I love to be a fly on the wall during this. What an what idiot, though. Like I, I got to be honest with you. Like okay, George, I'm just. I have no money, and like you're an NFL player. You ever heard of a safe? I ever heard of like locking it somewhere? Like you're just gonna leave. Yeah, you know, pieces worth hundreds of thousands of dollars laying out. Hey, baby, you 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 like you like this one? Like, are you kidding me? Like, oh yeah, take a look at my rings and my chains here. Like, come on, that's a stooge move. You can't leave that stuff. You know, I said I don't know how long he knew these girls for. I imagine it wasn't long. <laughs> you know, where you, you trust them with your stuff. <laughs> I know. I mean, that's just that's listen, that's just idiotic. You know, it just makes you. I mean. Bell seems to always be in the news for the wrong things. The, the whole doubt where he lost all that money that he'll never recoup. You know, then he decides, oh, I'm going to sign. The, I, I'm still amazed that the Jets signed him to this, this contract yeah. and didn't get a guarantee that he'd show up. 
you know, to the uh, voluntary minicamps. That just amazes me here that, uh, you know, he, he blew that off again. And now the, the jewelry and the girlfriends, uh, Hey, it's good for us. He's giving us plenty of material to talk about, but, uh, I guess, hey, we all wish we had these kind of problems, right? Not like 520,000 yep. <laughs> and what's really going to kill him. That's probably insured anyway. Good call. Yeah, I didn't, didn't really think of the insurance. I'm just saying, though, like tip number one, when I have, if I have something expensive and I have nothing, I would probably, if I had a piece of jewelry even worth like $5,000, $10,000, I'd probably, like, you know, have it under lock and key. That's just me, though, George. That's just me. They picked up, uh, also, they picked up Bilal uh, Powell again today. I guess just another depth at the, uh, for, for, for the running back position there. So, yeah, yeah, the Jets. Yeah, you, you said it, though, man. Like, we're, you, this isn't a joke anymore. The Miami Dolphins are horrible. The Buffalo Bills are young defense. The Patriots are getting older. It's, it's time. Like, the Jets with Sam Darnold, they're going to make a, a move, right, George? Like, this is a team that can be good. They can be. They, they can be. They really can be. If Darnold takes that next step, I don't, I don't need him to be an all-pro, but just keep you know, getting better. Get better. You know, so you like Donald. We love him, Bell. We can make fun of him all we want. He's a very good running back, right? He's a very good running back, and he's a different kind of runner than I've ever seen. He was really extremely patient. So we like the running game here. All right, the receivers, I still have some doubts there. Anderson, I like. Anun, Will Crowder. You know, Crowder was disappointing forever in Washington. I wish they had a true number one there, but still, it's a nice grouping. I don't mind it. Tight end, same thing. It's okay. You know, I wish Donald had that one big weapon here. It's the only thing they're missing here. The defense, is solid, and I think could even be better. Quentin Williams, Leonard Williams, I think they'll, uh, they'll put pressure on the quarterback. Let's see what T.J. Mosley does, the Avery Williamson. I mean, the, the secondary scares me somewhat outside of Jamal Adams. Jermaine Johnson was horrific last yeah, year. Yeah, he was. In that big contract he signed. But if he can come back, you know, play well, you know, they're, I'm not saying they're going to win the division or even make the playoffs, but I think they're a decent squad. I do. Yeah, so uh, I, I'm, I'm curious to see how this Jets team can react. It might be the best, the best Jets team we've seen in a while. I don't think they'll be a laughing stock anymore. Oh, I, I don't at all. Like, I'm looking at those teams, and I look at the, you know, just futures and, like, wins totals. I'm just going to go to the Jets' wins total. Like, I think, uh, I, I think they could be a 500 team. Easy. You know, I don't think that's like any stretch. I think I think they can easily do that. Thing is, to Buffalo, I know they're gonna they're gonna be better, but you know the the Jets to me, they're a very very interesting team. Where are they right now? It's like six and a half. Like, are you kidding me? Six and a half. Yeah, I, I I think they win. I think they win eight games this year. I know the juice is sixty cents to the over, but I love the Jets to win seven games this year. Come on. Well, I think the problem with the Jets is this: I, the schedule is hard. It is not easy. They're playing the NFC East. You know, that's Dallas, yeah. New England, Giants, and Washington. I don't think any of those games, including the Giant game, I don't think any of those games are an automatic win for the Jets. I don't. Their division outside of Miami is tough. I, I, I like, listen, Buffalo's an up-and-coming team. That defense they from Buffalo are. is oh, Buffalo's no defense joke. defense is awesome. I know. That's <laughs> right. That's not going to be fun at all. You know, once you have Roe, um, if Allen could make that next step, I understand he doesn't have the weapons. You know, that's going to be a little tougher on him, but I like Buffalo. They open up Buffalo, Cleveland in week two, then at New England, at Philadelphia, Dallas, New England again. Wow. I mean, where's the win there? If they, if they yeah. don't win week one against Buffalo, they're in trouble. You know, they, they, this could easily be a one and five start. I wouldn't be surprised. Or two and four. Then they get at Jacksonville, and we kind of like Jacksonville again, right? Yeah. They just seem to, uh, to fix their issues. I'm just going to tell you this: for Jacksonville, I think it's a mistake on my book, but they reverse it. I have Jacksonville to not not to make the playoffs at plus three seventy five. It's a reversal. Think, like, yeah, like that's it's, it's a mistake. Like they, the thing is, it's kind of a weird, weird line because my over under is eight and a half. So the book hasn't called me back, and I would call them, but the guy's like a shady person. Like before, like one of these street books. Like I know the person, but I'm just saying that's uh, that's an obvious error, uh, George. For like you're getting plus three seventy five for them not to make the playoffs. It should be probably a pick them either way. If you're eight, if you're an eight and a half win total team, that tells me it's almost fifty fifty that you're going to make the playoffs. Correct. I would, I would agree. And Jacksonville's in a rough division, man. Jacksonville, Indianapolis, Houston. I don't think Jacksonville's uh, going to be good this year at all. Like I like as I mentioned in the pro, I think Nick Foles is a great guy. I think he's a good person. I feel bad for him with the wife and the miscarriage, but uh, there's something about that team and that division. Indianapolis looks great to me too. So I'm not really sold on Jacksonville. And, and Houston's good. Uh, is it Tennessee's? I mean, this is this is a rough division. This is a really rough division here. So I'm with you there. You know, I, I think they're going to have some issues as well. But still, it's at Jacksonville. Not an easy win for the Jets at all. Then they get Miami, yep. Giants. This is where they got to make hey. Yeah. You know, in the middle of the Miami, season, they get at yes. Giants, Miami, Giants. Yep. At Washington, it's winnable. Oakland, winnable. At Cincinnati, winnable. Miami, again, winnable. 
you know, before they close out at Baltimore, Pittsburgh, Buffalo, which, once again, that's rough. That, yeah, that Buffalo they got a rough schedule. Buffalo, you're right. I, that's, that's why you got to go over these schedules. Look, I still think we can get to seven, but you're right there, George. It's not as easy as uh, I was thinking. That's, that's tough. That's I just tough. think the Jets – I think the Jets could be a much improved team, but the record might be seven and nine, which sounds terrible, but they're a much improved team. Is that the schedule is tough. A lot of these games are going to come down to that, you know, one play in the fourth quarter. Did you make it or did you not? It's also predicated wonder, on New New England taking a step back, which I think they will. Yeah, I, I agree. I think they'll take a step back as well. I, I don't think New England's the same team, especially without Gronk. I mean, we all know the numbers uh, with Brady without Gronk. It's not good. No, it's not. And, and like people, I'm just the thing about New England. I get it. Like, and I'll give them all the praise in the world. Hell, if I won six championships after a while, George, I can tell you one thing: the hunger. I wouldn't be that guy going for four plates at the buffet. You know, I'd be a little bit full. But I got to give Brady credit. I got to give those guys on that team, the veterans. On they win, they win, they win, they want it. They're special athletes. A lot of guys are satisfied with winning a title. They're not. But time over time over time, without Gronkowski, Brady, another year older. This is the thing where and the Jets. They played these guys tough before. Like I think the Bills and the Jets can get can, can actually split with New England. Miami's just horrible. Hell, Miami beat them last year on that crazy play when Gronk was on the field when he shouldn't be on the field. I just, I see New England as a team when I'm looking at their total, no way. I, I, I just don't think they can win as many games as people think they're going to win. What, what is their win total? 11 and a half? Are you kidding me? They're not winning 12. They're not 12 and four. That's a little ambitious to me. I agree. What's going to, I think the bookies think people are going to bet on New England no matter what. So they make it, they jack it up a little higher. Because, and I would take the under there as well. Under, the, uh, under, under, you look, under. Yes. You look at New England. If the Jets have a tough schedule, then so does New England. Yeah. Because once again, you play. Once again, you play in the NFC East. They start up against Pittsburgh, Miami, Jets, Buffalo. Their, their schedule is easy uh, up front, though. Look at the New England schedule. Okay, they open up at uh, against Pittsburgh, at Miami, Jets, at Buffalo, at Washington, Giants, at Jets again. Then the yeah. schedule gets that. The schedule gets rough the rest of the season, though. Cleveland, Baltimore, Philadelphia, Dallas, Houston, KC. And then uh, to close out, it's easy again. Cincinnati, Buffalo, Miami. So uh, New England has sort of the exact opposite schedule of the Jets. Easy at first, then it gets hard. Yeah, it's it's interesting. 12 wins, though, 11 and a half. A little bit high when I do my bets. I'm going to be taking I'll take under the under on the under. Patriots. We haven't even talked about Tyreek Hill, the CBA, the baseball board, a whole lot more. Weekend Fantasy Update, everybody. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Welcome back, everybody. Weekend Fantasy Update, Stuart and Kurtz. Hope everybody's having a great day, making some money. Hey, lots of action on the go right now. Lots of horse racing from Belmont before the Belmont Stakes, some real quality races. The Canadian Open, the PGA Tour in my backyard uh, this weekend, just up the road, about a half an hour. Scott Brown leading at 12 under with Matt Kuchar. Brent Snedeker shooting a 10 under 60 yesterday. I got him at uh, 40 to 1 there, Kurtz. That would be a, a, a nice payday. Lots of golf left, but uh, yeah, I, I I get happy if I shoot a, shoot a 90, let alone a 60. That must be pretty cool. <laughs> I'm thrilled to shoot a 90, man. That's uh, that's about what I what I aim for. My best ever is 81 at a uh, Douglaston in Queens, which is a small, not a small course, but a smaller course. So, uh, but that's yeah. the best I've ever shot. Was an 81. Ever had a hole in one? 81's game? not bad. Ever had a hole in one? No. I I've, uh, I have actually been like less than an inch away from a hole in one a couple times. Uh. Like I've hit I've hit the pin twice. One time it kicked to about five feet. And the embarrassing thing, I'm so happy. I missed the birdie putt because I just <laughs> want to snap my club. I was just so, oh, my God, I must have a hole in one. The other time went ding, 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 pin out. And it was, yeah, yeah, like that one I couldn't miss if I was blind. It was just like a tap in. Twice I've hit the pin there, George. I, I have a buddy who's had five hole in ones in his life. Wow. Yeah, I've, I've never hit he's a really good man. golfer. Like, he's almost pro. He's very small, though. Like, he's just about five. That's the thing. Like, it's actually funny. We talk about it. Like, he, he's a better putter. 
than guys on tour. Like his short game is impeccable, but the problem is these guys on tour are ripping the ball 320, 330 off the tee, right? He hits it nowhere. That's the problem. Like he'd be good on, like if they played on a small course, he'd be lethal. He just doesn't have the distance to get to, get uh, on par fives on uh, with two strokes and putt for eagle, right? He's a, he's a tactician, but uh, no, shooting a 60, man, that's absolutely like, <laughs> wow, that's going low. That's pretty impressive. That's that's damn good, man. Damn, damn good. <laughs> yeah, PJ Tour. These guys are good. That's the commercials. So anyway, if I get any uh, matchup bets there, we'll go through the board. But they're uh, basically the leaders teeing off around uh, Snedeker off at two o'clock with those guys. So we'll see what we got going on. Should be a great uh, final weekend for the tournament. We didn't even get to uh, the Tyreek Hill there uh, news there, George, too. So basically, one stage is dropping. They still have an investigation going on, but it doesn't look like there's going to be any criminal charges. I guess the NFL can still do something about it but this story was dormant for a while and now it kind of looks like uh business as usual i gotta believe that he's gonna play right if they don't have enough stuff to prove that he hit his kid or whatever he's gonna be uh playing football for the chiefs and probably skyrocketing up people's draft boards after hearing this news well i would disagree uh he'll be suspended it'll probably be a significant suspension you think so uh uh ezekiel elliott anybody yeah Ray Rice, anyone? I mean, these are guys who uh, were not prosecuted, but the suspension still That's came. true. That's true. I'm just saying, though, well, like, they had this investigation. Like, nothing came of it. They're still looking like the par- the the group in Kansas City who deals with children. They're still investigating. But, yeah, you're right. It, it, it's the image thing. Like, you, you think he's going to get, like, four to six? You think he can get more than that? I think it'll four to six. I think uh, Elliot got six, and it really was, this is nowhere near as bad as what this is. I would expect somewhere around six that uh, Hill will get here. Uh, they're not saying nothing happened here. What the no, uh, prosecutors are saying is they, they can't prove it. Yes. They can't prove it if it's Hill or the girlfriend. But that audio that's out there, it's you know, awful. That, that's yeah. awful. That alone is going to get you suspended. Yeah, that, so I think that I think that's what his uh, problem is. I think he will be suspended. I think the Chiefs know that, and uh, it's just a matter of how many games that Cadell gives him. And I said I keep going back to Elliot here. Elliot, uh, Elliot had multiple problems, but no, none of them were as bad as this. No, you know, Elliot had what he got to yeah, bar fight. He lifted yeah. up that woman's shirt. He got that was a, at a, a Mardi Gras ticket. party too, and this latest one at the music festival. Like he does dumb stuff, but this is not this is not even in the league. I, I'm I'm with you. I'm just saying though, ev- evidence would help to really really seal the man's fate. So where do you say he gets? Uh, let's just say he gets four. Where do you draft Tyreek Hill? I guess uh, when you're oh. when you're going. I know we're having a lot of mocks and stuff now. I was talking to Blewett and Galena about this stuff. Like where do you take Tyreek Hill? Boy, that's, yeah, that's uh, the tough. value is going to have to be there. In a normal draft, he probably goes end of round one, round two. So you think yeah, I was going to say, gonna say that? Is. Yeah, mid round. Yeah, two sounds about right. I agree. So let, let's just say round two, just for giggles. That's where he goes uh, if there are no problems here. He'd be a wide receiver one. Now, wide receiver yeah. is deep, so uh, he'll be taken probably earlier than he should. Because uh, you're saying four. We don't know when that suspension is going to happen. That's true. And so with Elliott, that suspension took forever. They didn't do it until midseason. I think this will happen before that. Yeah, but it may not happen till August. That wouldn't shock me. I think in a perfect world, the uh, the Chiefs and obviously fantasy owners would we'd like it to happen before training camp. Yeah, which is what late July, August here. We certainly like to have it before peak draft season in mid August. But they, yeah. you know, Goodell doesn't care about that. He's going to do it when he feels he has enough evidence and everything is done. That nothing else is going to come up here. That's what the NFL does now. They don't want anything to come out after they do the suspension that either A would prove his innocence or B would say, oh no, he did it. And you guys blew it, you know, that sort of thing. So uh, I think they're going to take their time. I think it's going to be frustrating for us fantasy owners. If I'm drafting right now, I'm assuming four is the minimum. All right, so I'm assuming yeah. four. You know I'm drafting now. And with Scott Fishbowl, I believe you start drafting in a couple of weeks. All right, so I'm going to assume four. And I'm not drafting him before probably round five. It still sounds early, but – no, yeah, if he only gets four I games, that, I get it for, I get it for five, the playoffs and the stretch run. Exactly, exactly. That's the thing that you have to think about with with a situation like that, right? If the guy's missing games, he could uh, he could be peak for you d- down the stretch there. Yeah, dur- during a playoff run. And we know a lot of the time there, George, like some of these big guys, we saw what happened, how guys lose fantasy leagues. Remember Barkley, right when the playoffs started, he had that horrible game against the Tennessee Titans, did absolutely nothing. Like, it tends to happen, you know what I mean, where the stars, uh, there's always that one week, right? So you'd want him fresh and ready, ready to rock for a playoff run. I think the fifth round is very fair. I think it's fair as well, and uh, one of the reasons why it's earlier than maybe uh, at another position is that wide receivers deep. Even if you take him in round five, you have to eat it. You'll be able to grab another receiver. 
you know, a decent receiver. No, obviously nobody great, but a decent receiver to cover yourself for. Generally, uh, there are plenty of guys out there. It's a throwing league, so there are guys to grab. So that's why I'm okay with doing that. Uh, I mean, I could point out, I could point out the negatives too. It could be eight. Now you get eight games. That sort of hurts. Yeah. You know, uh, we've seen players before who aren't uh, around the team for so long. They come back, especially speed players. All of a sudden, the hamstring. You know, they pull the hamstring, pull the groin, calf muscle. That would worry me somewhat as well. When he's not around the team, he can go to camp. You know, no matter when he gets suspended, if it's you know June, July, August, he can be in camp with the team. That they won't take that away. But as soon as uh, the Monday before uh, week one, that's when he'll have to go. And, you know, that might concern me so much. He'll be uh, away from the team. I, I have to assume at least a month. So you wonder about his training. You know, you, training in a gym and on your own is one thing. You know, with a team is something completely different. So I always wonder about that with players, especially speed players. Yeah, he's one of those guys, though, George. You could, just run, you could just run deep outs with him. He's a track star playing football, right? Not more like, you know what I mean, like a possession receiver. Like he, I, I think a lot of the routes that, that you know, when, he, when, he, when he's running, his routes are kind of basically – you know, a lot of stop and start up. Like he's 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 basically you put a baton in his hand. He's a track star catching a football. Oh, he is. He, he's faster than anybody else. You know, that's why you have to have a safety over the top on this guy most of the time, or else he you know he's going bye bye. Yeah, it's really what it is. You know, if, uh, what is it if uh, if it's even, he's leaving. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, he's leaving. Yeah, it's, it's interesting this league though. Like you know, it, it's funny, and I'm not going to be a bullshitter like other people and stuff like that. It's like we play fantasy football. I just wish, like I know Bavona gets really fired up about oh, this guy's a scumbag piece. Of, you know what I mean? Like yes, that's a like hitting your. Ch- it's disgusting, but but you know what I mean? It's like it's not going to change anything from my fantasy football league. I can't change the guy's life, you know what I mean? Tell it to well, be a better person. Don't hit your kids. You got kids, right? Like there's nothing I can do about it. Like it's kind of like, Oh, you got to make a statement and you know, not draft these guys. Well, no, I, I kind of disagree with that theory. No offense. I kind of want to win money and uh, you know, be, be in my league. I, I know that sounds kind of crazy, George, or sounds kind of uh, cold, but it's not, it's reality. And it's, it's the truth. I can't lie. Uh, once again, uh, I'm a father of two girls. All right. And, uh, and uh, obviously, I'm married, and uh, my niece. I lo- love them all, but I want to win money. Yeah, right? it's, it's what I tell. It's what I tell yeah. people. Yeah, people who won't draft players you, because a, it's, it's, you uh, can't change his life. You can't do anything right. about it. You're I don't care there. about that. Exactly. Right? It's I'm, not, I'm not it's his prosecutor. I'm not his brother. His mother. Exactly. His father. His you kids. I'm not. You don't I may know. hate him. I hate Ryan Braun. I hate Ryan Brown for what he did. He got that guy from FedEx fired by. Oh no, he yeah. screwed up. I, I, I hate all these players. Yeah, but if they're gonna get me money. <laughs> they're gonna get me paid. It's a little different, you know. I don't. I don't applaud what he did. I don't like it at all. I, don't I, I, I think once again, I think he, they're all scumbags. I do, yeah. but I'm still gonna draft them. I'm still gonna bet on their team. I mean, I'm not gonna. Oh, I'm not. No, I'm not betting on the Chiefs this year at all because uh, you know Tyreek Hill is on the team and he's an ass. That's not true. All right. If I think the Chiefs are gonna win a game, I can win some money. I will <laughs> gladly bet on. I'll bet on Tyreek Hill on a bomb prop bet. So he'll get I over, know. you know, hundred yards. A game. I will. So I love you, George. That's the way it is. You're like me. We're not gonna be, we're not gonna BS you. That's the way it is. People can talk about. Yeah, we have a good moral code or whatever. You know what I mean? And like treat people well and stuff like that. But this guy's bearing on what he does in his life has nothing to do with our fantasy team, our money, our bankroll, betting on these games. I will tell you this though. When I look at the Kansas City Chiefs at 10.5 wins, I think that's ambitious, too. I'm going to take under on New England, and I'm looking at Kansas City. I think the Chargers are still a damn good team. They're at 9.5. The Raiders are not going to be as bad as they were before. Broncos, meh. They're they're a bad. They're, they're, what are they? A seven-win team. But I'm just saying, I don't think this Chiefs run with Mahomes another year under his belt. That sophomore slump there, George, you know, it's very, very difficult to duplicate what you did. I think his numbers are going to be down. Obviously, he is heads and head and shoulders above everybody else in drafts. First round pick, yes. I just think the Chiefs are going to regress. The Hill situation doesn't really help the team any anyway with Andy Reid. They got a lot of, uh, they got some real uh, tools on their team. A couple gearboxes. Well, you know, I, I, I agree with you once again. Uh, you think about the Chiefs, all right? We don't know when Hill is going to play. Uh, minimum four games, I think it could be as much as eight. So between four and eight, let's, you know, you want to say six, let's cut the difference. Fine. That's six games you're not going to have them for. The defense sucked last year, and they changed everything on the defense. Yeah. Sure, it might get better, but it might take a while for that defense to gel there, to figure it out there. You look at their schedule. All right, to start, it's not that tough. You know, at Jacksonville, at Oakland, I mean, that's two road games. I don't yep. even win both off the bat here, but Baltimore at Detroit, another uh, winnable game here. Then it gets tough. Indianapolis, Houston, uh, I think those games are, are, are rough there. At Denver's a win. Then the middle of the season is really rough. Green Bay, Minnesota, Tennessee, uh, Chargers. That's four playoff teams. 
I mean, uh, that, that's not going to be easy. They close it out with Oakland, New England, Denver, Chicago, Chargers again. So it's not a brutal schedule. It's not, it's not good. I, it's not easy either. They, but I, I think they're going to win nine. nine that's what games. I'm saying. They have to win 11 games for you to win that bet. Right? Like, no thanks. I'm, no, I'm just saying, like, I think I think there's some, like, when you're going through these regular season win totals, yes, Georgie, and that's the thing. Like, we look at the schedule. Games aren't played on paper, but you can get an idea. You know there's going to be upsets at sports. But for, for that murderer's row that they have, like that Minnesota-Green Bay stretch, that's that's very I, – I, I'm I'm actually on Minnesota. I think, uh, you know, if you can get them at nine, nine and a half, I think they're actually going to be an improved team this year. I think they're going to be better. Chiefs, 11 games is a lot. So you're telling me you're 11 and 5 football team? That's tough. That's very, I'm very also difficult. not sold on the Chiefs running game, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, oh, yeah. They're talking about – so that, that story came out, too, about uh, – what is it? Um, what were they talking about? Uh, Williams, uh, you know who I'm talking about. The kid from Danny Williams. Yeah, 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 Williams. Yeah, so they're, they're basically, like, I'm looking at some people's mock, dra- mock drafts, George. They have this guy like God. It's like, dude, the guy, I know he played great. He had six touchdowns total. He had two in the playoffs, four down the stretch with the Kareem Hunt situation. He hasn't played a whole year yet. What's Where's the data? Like, you know what I mean? He's not like a, a, a guy that you could just say, yes, yes, yes. He looked good, but it's a whole different now. Now that you're the man, instead of a guy coming uh, coming off in that situation and being in a good spot playing with house money, now you're the man. They said you're the number one guy. Do it. I think I think he's going too high in drafts. I would agree. I have him as a running back, too. I don't have him as a running back. People have one. him as a running back one. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there are a lot. A lot of people. People I respect, too. Like, I've seen a lot of different mocks. Like, eh, I think it's a little bit high for Damian Williams. That's 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 my opinion. You know? I guess I'm just, I'm just not sold on him. I think he's a he's a beneficiary of the offense. We all know everyone's been worried about Mahomes. True. But without Tyreek Hill, yeah, there's not a lot of wide receivers there to throw to. And Travis Kelsey can only do so much. I think teams are going to be looking yep. to take uh, – Williams away a little bit more, and especially in the early going of the season. So uh, I have my worries about Williams, which is why I have him as a running back too, not an RB1. Yeah, I, I just – I'm looking at the Chiefs total. I'm saying there's a couple teams I'm going to target for for unders, and uh, I think they fit the bill. The CBA there, George, too, we talk about this. They want to get this thing done before the season, which I think is very smart. Uh, when you're dealing with these type of negotiations, you don't want them to linger. Uh, the television deal with Monday Night Football, that one is stretched to – that runs through 2021. But the satellite and streaming deals, they expire in 2019. I know Goodell wants to get this thing uh, taken care of because the current CBA is set to, set to expire following the 2020 season uh, it's better just to get it done and not have to worry about it because I know we've talked about this last year George we're doing the show a work stoppage seemed like a very very realistic possibility yeah I'm still not sure it's not going to happen you know uh, they don't like each other Goodell no. and uh, Damarie Smith. They certainly don't. <laughs> no, they're not buddies. <laughs> that's a good no. point. I think that's pretty, pretty nicely, right? Uh, they, they ain't brothers. They ain't cousins. They ain't friends. <laughs> and uh, it's a line for 48 hours. Um, I think it's going to be difficult negotiations. I think you already heard Goodell throw, uh, uh, I, I don't want to say an opening salvo, but you heard him in his interview uh, earlier this week yeah. that uh, you know, I think the time for, for preseason games is over, which I completely agree with. I that do too. Means he, but the owners want money somewhere. That means he wants 18 regular season games. That's what they want. That's a guarantee. And I don't know if the players are going to go for that, even though it would give more money to the players. Because, once again, networks have to pay for two extra weeks, and they will pay for it. I want 18 regular season so games. Do I. That. So that do I. That means February gets taken care of, by the yeah. way. That's the way I look at it. You have 18. That's two extra weeks, man. And I would love February to be killed by the NFL. That would be awesome. Baseball I'm with would all you. that much sooner. I'm with you, man. I want it. The longer it goes, the better. It's just better for everybody, man. Like, come on. I, I get, what I'd like it's, to see It's like withdrawal is, when the season ends. Like, after the Super oh, Bowl, it's, it's like we don't know what we're doing with ourselves for a while. It's bad times. You think about it. Right now, the season ends. The Super Bowl is the first week in February, right? The first Sunday in February. So whatever uh, date happens to fall on there. If you go to two extra weeks, well, now you're you're into the third week in February. But I think also to placate the players a little bit, you add a bye week. So now you're stretching out three more weeks. And now everything gets two bye weeks. And I think this is perfect. A 20-week regular season. We like round numbers. 20 weeks is a round number. It's all good there. So I think, and once again, I think you have to give something else to the players. You probably will. Even though they'll make, like I said, they'll make more money out of this deal. You give them an extra bye week. You give them another week to heal at some point. You know, uh, I guess in the first 10 weeks, everybody gets a bye. In the last 10 weeks, everybody gets a bye. Not week one, not week 20. So I, I, I think this is perfect. I think this is what they, uh, Goodell wants. You know, the owners certainly want. The owners always want to make yeah. more money here. So I think this is what they're going to shoot for here, a 20-week regular season, 18 games, two bye weeks. 
I think, you know what, George? Uh, I wish you were the commissioner because I now I'm agreeing with you 100%. I think that's absolutely perfect. I think the weeks is better. Players get a little bit more cake. Owners put money in their pocket. I know they talk about it being a tough game, but really, like, you know what I mean? Like, an extra two weeks, it's fine. Good for fantasy, yep. too. It's all about me. We kill February. We <laughs> want to kill February. Exactly, man. More football, please. Stick around, everybody. We haven't got to the baseball board. Uh, we'll go through the, the games, give you all the lines. We'll uh, give you some leans, what we're betting on today, a whole lot more. So stick around, everybody. Me and Kurtz. Commissioner, I want I vote George Kurtz, commissioner of the National Football League. More games, more money. Stay tuned, There's everybody. There's my $40 million. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your Daily Roto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Thanks, buddy. No, great album, too. Uh, Dryer Straits, Brothers in Arms, very, very solid. I saw Mark Knopfler, actually, in a concert. I went, that guy could really play guitar, man. That guy's a very, very good musician. I'm Cam Stewart, along with uh, George Kurtz, Weekend Fantasy Update. George, George is a big lover of music. Big, big fan. Yeah, that guy, that guy can, uh, that guy can shred. Like he's a very, very good guitarist. Like amazing, actually. Welcome life, baby. Welcome yeah. life. You got it, brother. You got it. Let's take a let's take a walk through the board, George, because that's what we do. We got one game coming up uh, at one oh five. It's uh, twelve forty three right now. Uh, so we got uh, the Tampa Bay Rays taking on Boston. Boston with a change of pitcher in this one too. Smith uh, getting the call. Yarbrough for uh, Tampa Bay. Usually Yarbrough is one of those guys. I thought he starts maybe like third or fourth thing, but he they're gonna get him off the top stanick style tampa bay minus 120 boston at home plus 100 total in this game 10 and a half uh rays on the run line minus one and a half plus 125 favorites and boston as your pooch plus one and a half minus 145 what do you think of this one uh, there george okay so uh this is the first game of doubleheader between the uh, rays and the uh, yep. red sox today so that, that may be why we're seeing some uh, different things here uh some news and notes uh ben attendee out for this game uh just for the nice. first game i assume he plays the second game jd martinez looks like he will will not play either game all right so martinez has the back issue he's likely out for both games of this doubleheader so uh, no ben attendee uh in game one no martinez probably for both games there other news and notes before we go baseball uh, tanaka was put nice. on the paternity list by the yankees he will not start tomorrow uh nesta cortez was recalled the yankees probably going with the game uh, bullpen game tomorrow that'd be my uh, my assumption there and cortez will be a part of that uh for the red sox mitch moreland was uh, placed on a dl on the il my bad uh that's yeah, this i was do it all the time <laughs> you call it yeah, whatever i still, you want, I still can't get past it <laughs> he's he's hurt damn it all right and he's liable to be out a while, they think. Now, he just got activated yesterday. Obviously, they brought him back too soon. Think about Roberts Cano and the Mets. And now they expect him to be a, more of an extended absence. We may not see him play after the All-Star break. Uh, Jonathan Villar, he's back for the Baltimore Orioles. He'll play today. Yasiel Puig will not. He's out of the lineup for the Cincinnati Reds. All right, so our uh, game one of a double. There are two doubleheaders today, by the way. There are. Uh, Oakland Tampa and Red Texas Sox is next. And right? Oakland, Texas, yes. Yeah. So we uh, we have a lot of baseball today. I think that makes us going to have 17 games today, I believe. So, uh, yay. Uh, I like baseball. And uh, like I said, I'm uh, outside having to go to a soccer thing with for my daughter between 3 and 5. I'll be home watching baseball most of the day and night. So uh, nice. looking forward to today. And, yes, bets will be flowing today. This will be my, my first. You know, after you get back from vacation, there's so much to do here. I, re- I ref 12 hockey games this week, you know, getting things back. This will be my first true day where I'm going to sit down and probably go Relax. bananas as far as DFS and betting. Yeah, exactly. You got you to have a George Kurtz day. You know, you drove the family down to Florida. You come back. You're writing articles. You got to have that one day where you're just like, this is my day. 
I get to watch. I like it. I George Kurtz Day. Let's go with that. Exactly. Fire up the barbecue. That's what I'm going to do after the show, too. I got a piece of junk barbecue, but going to go run down to the store, grab some propane and, uh, you know, go, go, go hit the store uh, like my version of BJ's and try to find some meats and throw them on the grill and watch and bet some sports. George sounds like a lovely Saturday. I'm liking the way you think. Yes. All right. Uh, Josh A. Smith, he's going to start for the Red Sox in this game. He was called for, from Portugal to start this game. All right. He, he's a nobody. Once again, 31-year-old. Not someone you're looking to get here. And he was eh, okay at Portugal. You know, so uh, I, like, I like the Rays in this game. I do. Now, it's always tough to see. We don't know how the Rays are going to follow up. You know, after Yarbrough, who's coming in? But uh, I, I, it's hard not to like the Rays of uh, Smith. I think they're going to hit him. Uh, the Rays, no Ben Attendee, no J.D. Martinez. I don't want to say it's a throwaway game for the Sox because it never really is. It is the Boston Red Sox, but I don't see how you can't like the, the Rays. And I'm thinking about going pretty much across the board. I got minus 115 uh, and minus one and a half, plus 125 as far as the run line is concerned here. Give me the Rays, Cam. I like the Rays today. Yeah, I was looking at the Rays, too. I think it might be a good spot for them. Also watching Boston against Kansas City. Um, just just a couple little things, George. It's like, I know each game is different or whatever, but very, very lucky. Like, Kansas City gave them some games, like, with horrible, horrible errors in the outfield. Also very unlucky. Uh, Duffy took a liner off the head. And I got to, I really, like, Ned Yost, I thought was good. Like, it really surprised me, though. I'm like, what's this guy doing? So Duffy was obviously hurt. And he stayed in the game, George, and then gave up four runs. Then they then they put the bullpen in. Like, he was hurt. You could tell he was almost, like, dizzy and concussed. And they left him out there. Like, it was just kind of a very weird scenario. Kansas City left a lot of guys on. They ended up losing 7-5. to five. I had them plus 1.5 and, like, you know, plus 200 or whatever that game. They could have won the game. And there's a three-run error in the outfield. It's just, it's a gong show. Long story short, you know, Boston's good. But they also got the benefit of a lot of breaks in that series. I watched every game. Yeah, I, I know what you mean about the uh, the hit to the head here. Uh, I don't know if I put that on Yost. It's probably more on the doctor. He, I guess yeah, he bought it, but he didn't have a concussion. What would you do, though, George? Like if, I, if you're out there, okay, and, and and you get hit on the head, like I got to think, wow, okay, we have a problem here. Like he, you could tell by the man's facial reaction. It was like, not totally, but he was kind of like cloudy. It was just weird. And then Boston jumped all over him. Then they left the game. I just thought it was weird to leave him in there to try to figure it out. And then he got rocked. Well, you can't go by what the player says. All the pl- yeah. players automatically, player no, I'm fine. Exactly. I'm fine. Exactly. I can go. I'm fine. So you, you can't go by that. You go by what the doctor says. Uh, you know, most of these guys have their baseline test, which I guess you can't run. You can't do while he's out there, right, because you you don't have the results there. But it, it's tough. You got to get what the doctor says. Doctor says, yeah, I believe he's fine. Uh, I I saw it. I, did, I, I know you talked about the look on his face. It was weird. You know, uh, I would think, once again, you get hit in the head with the baseball. First, or a pitcher of a, a bat, first thing you're thinking of, all right, he's probably coming out of the game. I'm always leaning towards that way that his day is done. So I need to be convinced pretty pretty heavily that he is okay, that maybe he was a glancing blow, or maybe he's got a hard head, whatever it might be. So I was also, I'm not going to say shocked, but I was certainly surprised that he stayed in the game. You know, especially when you're not worried. It's an injury, so you relieve it could take forever to warm up. You're not worried about that, about not having somebody ready. You know, it doesn't matter. You bring somebody, they could take 20 minutes to, to warm up. It's an injury. So uh, I thought it was a curious move by Yost. I, I didn't kill him for it, but I thought it was a curious move. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm. I'm not gonna kill him for. It. I just thought it was weird. You know, if your pitcher's out there, you're in a situation where I thought. I thought you should have taken him out of the game earlier, but it is what it is. And Kansas City's defense was deplorable in that game as well. 205 baseball action. We got Oakland at Texas. George mentioned game one of the double dip. We got Blackburn going for the A's, and I don't know anything. Uh, maybe George, you're a baseball savant. Tell me about Palumbo. Sounds like kind of like a drink or a dance. Palumbo going for the Rangers. He's plus one ten total. Bam, it's a big one, 11 and a half. They're expecting runs. Oakland on the run line, minus one and a half, plus 120 if you like them. And Texas at home, plus one and a half dogs laying 40 cents. Tell me about, uh, I know Blackburn, but you know about Palumbo? Palumbo was a good uh, TV show back in the uh, 70s. Yeah, yeah, with, uh, right. with Falk, right? yeah, that's right. He had a crooked eye. Hey, 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 yeah, Palumbo, he solved a lot of mysteries. <laughs> Let me tell you guys what really <laughs> happened here. All right, uh, Actually, I liked uh, that was a good one, George. Uh, I like the arcade. He was funny. He was funny. He was. Uh, well, that guy was. Oh, yeah. know what he did? He was a. He was great because he played the old rope a dope routine with everybody. Oh, I'm just a stupid little guy. When everybody was smart, right. like, yeah, he played the dumb guy routine and it worked. As he's solving the case, right? Let's act dumb, and it worked every time. Gotta love Col- Palumbo. Columbo. All right. As for uh, Palumbo, yes. he is the. Uh, he was once again. He's a, a call up to pitch in this game, but he's not yeah. a nobody. 
That's the difference here. He's not a nobody. Depending on what site you use, you know, Baseball America, uh-huh. you go by Keith Laws, he's the Rangers' top prospect, top pitching prospect. Wow. Okay. All right. All right. So this guy has – he's had an okay year, a triple A, double A, 3.38, 1.29 whip. Uh, listen, this doesn't mean – when I say he's the Rangers' top pitching prospect, it doesn't mean he's a top prospect in baseball. He's just the Rangers' True. top pitching prospect. Yeah. Okay. So he's, he's not Forrest Whitley or somebody like that, although Whitley has sucked this year anyway. Uh Yes, because I'm a little annoyed by Whitley. I drafted him in a couple of leagues, and he's really he has, Yeah, he, I know. It's not good. I thought he'd do better. No. Than, but so, sometimes so it I. takes a while for guys, uh, George. It, Everybody's it different, Base- right? Everybody's different. Baseball baseball's tough. Baseball is tough. All right, day game. Texas going to be hot. Ball's going to fly. All right. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm curious about Palumbo. I am, but it's the Oakland Athletics. We know they can rake. They can hit. Texas can rake to two somewhat. No Joey Gallo in this game. He's on the I.L., uh, I'm not going to touch this game all around here. I'm, uh, it's a game that I will watch some of because I do want to see what Palumbo looks like. More for the future. It's always tough trusting any Ranger pitcher because yep. of the the ballpark they play. And the ball flies out on normal days. They don't play too many day games in Texas because the ball flies out there. Yeah, it's so hot during the day. So uh, the over under though, yes, and that they're 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 expecting a high scoring game too. It's eleven and a half. So even that I can't touch here. Uh, if I had to. I would take uh, Oakland minus one and a half, uh, but I'm not going to do that either. I'm going to leave this game alone. I think I am too. Uh, I want to take the over in the game, but you're right. Like it's once we're starting to deal with 11 and a half, it's like it's just a little bit rich. So yeah, I'm going to take a shot at uh, ho- Hopefully, yeah, I'll get the fire stick cooking and see what Palumbo looks like too for future bets. We got uh, our boy. He seems to be always on George when we are. We should uh, get a get a sponsorship with Gelato Giolito for the White Sox. He always seems to be pitching when we're doing a show. Minus 140 at Keller for the Royals. Their dogs plus 120 total in this baseball game eight and a half white Sox on the run line minus one and a half plus 110 royals plus one and a half minus 30 uh, I, I like giolito and the white Sox. you don't really have to worry probably a nice dfs play too against kansas city but uh yeah it's only 40 cents i don't know royals won't lose forever but uh they pissed me off because when i took them they really let me down <laughs> giolito is the real deal i love he him. is pitching fantastic over the past what month six weeks yeah he looks like the pitcher that washington thought they had before they you know they traded Vadim uh eaton you know a deal that i guess sort of made sense at the time giolito wasn't pitching that well mainly because the problem with giolito Cam was this when he was in the Washington system, uh, his 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 motion, his mechanics were one way you might think an injury was going to happen. It's a matter of time, you know. So they changed it, and when they changed his mechanics, he all of a sudden wasn't as good a pitcher. Shocking when you do yeah. you do something like that. I understand what the organization was thinking. We want to protect the player, get him to throw the ball the way you should throw the ball. Even though even if you do that though, there's no guarantee he doesn't a player a pitcher's not going to get hurt. But they changed it, and he didn't pitch well. They dealt him. Chicago really thought the same thing. You know, but finally they've let, they let him go to say, okay, throw the ball. <laughs> do what you got to do. And he's a good pitcher again. I mean, he, I mean, by good, I mean very good. These guys almost unhittable of late. So I like Giolito a lot today. You mentioned DFS. Yes. Oh, absolutely yes, yes today. I like the White Sox in this game as well. Minus 145 is a little high for me. You know, I'm getting minus one and a half on the run line, plus 100, leaning more towards that. Not going to touch the over under at eight and a half. But I like Giolito and the Sox a whole bunch today. Yeah, it's it's hard to it's hard to back Kansas City as well. They're just one of those teams, like you know. We and this is the thing about baseball, and uh, we tell tell the listeners this: it's very very different year. Like before, you'd have a bad baseball team and winning a uh, 65, 67 games. It's uh, the have-nots are really really bad. Like Baltimore's awful, Kansas City's awful. Like they're not just bad teams now, George. They're hard to back, and they'll break they'll break your heart. Like you got to be very very selective with these uh, with these dogs because uh, it's not just like in the old days. Like the dogs would come in and win a lot. Now it's it's not the same. It's a different world we're living in. The money line just went up to minus one fifty five. By the way, it was wow, minus really? Just went to minus. <laughs> yep, literally just as you were talking, <laughs> just went up to minus one fifty five. So uh, wow. now I'm definitely not taking that. But I'll take I'll take the I'll take the run line minus a uh, run and a half. I think that's still uh, that's good for me. Yeah, you're getting take back too, right? Are you getting uh, on mine? It's a uh, minus one and a half. Uh, plus 110 so you get a little bit of take back too if you like the white Sox to win by two uh minnesota detroit uh george that game is canceled postponed i see otb off the 
board with Gibson Guitars and uh, the Farmer. I think that game is done. So we will go to the next game. We have the Arizona Diamondbacks and the Toronto Blue Jays. Interesting. I remember back, uh, I saw Zach Greinke uh, pitch live a couple times when he was with the Royals against Toronto. Now with the Arizona Diamondbacks laying 40 cents. Pretty good pitching matchup here. George, Arizona minus 140. Toronto going with Sanchez at plus 120. Total in this game, eight and a half. Uh, Diamondbacks, if you like, take back run line, minus one and a half, plus 115. Blue Jays, plus one and a half, minus 35. Uh, Granke seems to deal against Toronto. But seems like a short price. They kicked the Jays' ass last night. Nice series, as we mentioned, George. The Jays played really well against the Yankees. They get up for that series. A lot of people from New York make the trip for, like, a vacation, come to see Toronto. And uh, a little bit different with, with Arizona in town. I kind of lean to the Diamondbacks with Zach Granke. Yeah, first on the um, Twins-Tigers game. I don't know what's going on there. Is it off the, off the like, I, I see OTB, so what's going on here? Is I don't, it canceled? The only was like a... Th- no, there there are no we- there are no weather issues today. That's why I don't know huh. what's going on here. Uh, is, the only it thing I the board, of, is it off the board on your book, too? Yeah, it, the only thing I can think of is that Detroit has an undecided pitcher. Because I'm looking on my board as well, well, and I don't see the game. And it's yeah, it's not here. So, but I don't know why. Like I said there are no weather issues today. So, I mean, listen, the stadium could have imploded for all I know. Maybe, maybe that's why. Uh, but I, the only thing I can think of is that we don't know the pitcher, and that's why they took it off the board here. But I'm not seeing anything as far as the game being canceled uh, anywhere, whether it be on Twitter or uh, you know, I'm looking at ESPN scores. So I don't know why the game is off the yeah. board. But I don't think it's canceled, not for weather. I don't either. Anyway. It's weird because okay, this is what I got now. So I'm on a couple sites. I have a 2.15 start that says OTB on my on both of my books. But I'm also looking on an app, and it says 4.10, but it doesn't have any pitchers listed. So something's going on with this game. You're right, George. It's no weather, but maybe it's a different time because I'm getting two different times for the game. I'm getting a 2.15 game that says OTB, and now they have it relisted at 4.10 with no pitchers. That's what I'm getting. So George is our news guy. He, he, he knows the lineups. Never. If you hear anything, George, we can announce that one. But I guess they're going to play it later on, and they're still going to decide on the pitchers. That's why it's off the board. But we haven't heard anything. Yeah. about weather or stadium or anything like that. Yeah, I've got 410. got Kyle Gibson pitching for Minnesota, but nobody okay. for Detroit. Although I don't think it, it doesn't really matter who pitches for Detroit. They're terrible yeah. anyway. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So uh, what do you think about this uh, Arizona Blue Jays game? Do you have an opinion? Eight and a half total. Zach Greinke laying 40 cents. Sanchez, a home dog, plus 20 cents. Good, pretty good pitching matchup there with Sanchez and Greinke. Uh, by the way, more uh, actually, I do see it now. The, the yeah, that game's gonna be played. Gibson versus Buck Farmer, and lineups have been announced for that game. Really? So uh, I don't, I don't know why the books are not taking it. You know, uh, we'll we'll get back to that. But I think that game is going to be played. I I don't know why it's not on our boards. That's at least three sites now where it's off. I I have I know. no freaking clue. All right, back to Arizona and, uh, and Toronto, right? Uh, Aaron Sanchez versus uh, Zach Granke. Sanchez, man, can, can you just get through a start without having a uh, blister? Hey, blister, issue, yeah, got a finger problem. Else. My yeah. God. Yeah. Yeah, he's got I, something with hands. I don't know what it is. Like, I, I remember we told you before, like, I don't know if we give him the urine treatment or something. Like, find some creams. <sighs> like, do something. I don't know what the hell you do. Soak in it, palm olive. Like, what is wrong with Aaron Sanchez's hands? It's been going on for for years. <laughs> and you would think they, they, they tried all these things. We're, by the way, yeah. folks, we're not joking about the urine thing. People do believe in that that it yeah, hardens yeah. your ear, your skin. Yeah. Uh, that's that's not a joke. Uh, it was what the Alu Moises Alu used to do that. Yeah, I don't want my hands smelling like that. piss, but it toughens them up. Apparently, George. That's what bothers me about that, right? <laughs> I, not only got to put it, in, but do you, do you, if you wash it off, does that take away the effect of it? So uh, oh, I would yeah, think so. Like, oh yeah. God. I don't. I don't think I could do that. No, I, I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> I, just, I just don't think I can handle that. Uh, Sanchez. I think he's uh, one of his last games. Uh, or the Blue Jays are hoping it's one of his last games. They, they'd like to trade him. Zach Granke going from the Diamondbacks. I like Arizona and Granke. I think so too. I'm going to take a shot with Arizona against the hometown team. Stick around, everybody. Rest of the baseball board and the DFS plays from George Kurtz.